Coming up on Mayo Clinic Q&A. Our collections have just really plummeted. Blood shortages amid the COVID-19 pandemic. About 45% of the country's blood banks have about a one or two day supply, where we're used to having a one to two week supply. Among the reasons for the decline, coronavirus social distancing. A lot of uh, blood collection centers do community blood drives. So these large events like that, those are by and large getting canceled. And that makes individual donations key to replenishing supplies we're really going to need this sustained outpouring of support. Question, what can you do to ensure blood supplies don't run out? Give it a chance to make it a habit. The answer next on Mayo Clinic Q&A. This is Dr. Tom Shives. And I'm Tracy McRae. During today's podcast about coronavirus and COVID-19, we'll share portions of a recent interview with Dr. Justin Kreider, a transfusion medicine consultant at Mayo Clinic. In this episode, you'll hear how COVID-19 is dramatically impacting our nation's blood supply and what you can do to make sure this gift of life is available in emergencies. To start, here's Dr. Kreider explaining how the COVID-19 pandemic is having an immediate negative effect. Yeah, the the novel coronavirus is really impacting uh, the blood supply. Not in the sense of people that become infected, we're not seeing them use a lot of the blood supply. However, where it's affecting us is our ability to collect the blood supply. And so even though people with the novel coronavirus are not using uh, the blood supply, we still have our patients that are receiving cancer treatment, that are going for open heart surgery, we still have premature babies, Uh, we still have motor vehicle accidents. And all of those patients uh, still are needing blood today and they're gonna need blood tomorrow. And our collections have just really uh, plummeted. Dr. Kreuter says some blood collection centers are operating with a one-day supply of blood. So, for example, in the U.S. now, there's a recent article that came out that showed that 20% of the blood collectors in the United States have less than a one-day supply of blood products on hand. Another 25% have about a two-day supply on hand. So that means about 45% of the country's blood banks have about a one or two day supply where we're used to having a one to two week supply. So a significant difference. We don't have that breathing room when we don't have those units to spare. When I only have a one or two day inventory, I don't have those 50 units that we can use on one patient. Uh, That really puts us into making really tough decisions. Dr. Kreuter says the cause of the shortage is due in part to the social distancing that we're all experiencing now. And so people are staying home, they're not venturing out. And so, for example, a lot of uh, blood collection centers do community blood drives. So these large events like that, those are by and large getting canceled out of concerns for having these big, large gatherings. So by canceling these large blood drives, it makes it even more important that people will come into our blood collection centers to donate because that's really uh, our last way to collect blood. But Dr. Kreuter worries that would-be donors aren't showing up either because the collection centers are perceived as a gathering that should be avoided or based on worry that another donor may have the COVID-19 virus. 
Dr. Kreuter says blood donation centers aren't overly crowded and workers are taking precautions to prevent COVID-19. You know, if somebody is sick, for sure we ask them not to uh, donate blood. And I think there's a cultural understanding around that. So when we go into the donor, uh, any donor center, you're not going to see that. It, it's going to be uh, a number of healthy people that are showing up to donate. When we collect blood, uh, you know, we go through sterilizing the skin. We're using all new needles and we're collecting blood, taking stuff out of people. We are not putting things in. And that's why. It really is a safe environment with regard to uh, COVID-19, the, the novel coronavirus. Uh, it's healthy people walking in the door. Our employees that are collecting that blood are also healthy. Uh, we're having those same protocols of if somebody is feeling unwell, they should not report to work. And if somebody gets sick at work, we're sending them home. Because we really want to make sure to keep our workforce that is collecting blood healthy. Dr. Kreuter says this shortage is an immediate problem and one he expects to continue unless there's a big surge in people who are willing to give and do it regularly. Patients are still going to need cancer treatment. Patients are still going to need emergent open heart surgery. Premature babies are still going to be born, and we really want to still give them that chance at life. So we're still going to need people throughout this pandemic to come in and donate, and then we hit into our summer months where we're classically low. And so I think we're really going to need this sustained outpouring of support. And because we know that less than 5% of eligible blood donors donate, we know that there's room in our community to grow, give it a chance, to make it a habit, especially throughout the summer, to uh, come in and either every day donate yourself or, you know, ping a friend or colleague to give donation a chance. We need that. And that's going to make a huge difference and not force us into making those really challenging ethical decisions about those units of blood, those last units that are on the shelf. Does that go to the premature baby or does that go to the mother that just had a car accident? A reminder that this edition of Mayo Clinic Q&A uses facts known through March 16th, 2020. Newer episodes will contain even more about the virus, its spread, and news about treatments and a possible vaccine. We hope you'll keep listening. Our thanks to Dr. Justin Kreuter, a transfusion medicine consultant at Mayo Clinic, for his contributions to today's show. Until next time, consider being a blood donor and be well. Mayo Clinic Q&A is a production of Mayo Clinic News Network and is available wherever you get and subscribe to your favorite podcasts. To see a list of all Mayo Clinic Q&A podcasts, visit newsnetwork.mayoclinic.org. Then click Podcasts. Thanks for listening, and be well. We hope you'll offer a review of this and other episodes when the option is available. Comments and questions can also be sent to Mayo Clinic News Network at mayo.edu.